The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD 800. How are you guys doing tonight? Uh, For me, it's day three of self-isolation. I want to talk tonight about uh, love in the time of coronavirus. I don't know about you, but um, well, I'm in self-isolation. My husband is not, although he's put himself in self-isolation because obviously doesn't want to, you know, go ahead and and mingle with anybody and anywhere close to another human. Um, But that also means that for me, it's been 10 days now with absolutely no human or animal contact. Can't hug my pets, (laughs) my my cat, Um, no human contact except, you know, an elbow to one one friend while I was in Florida. That was it. I haven't hugged my parents, my kids, my husband, none of that. Of course, it's not going to kill me, and I won't die from that. I could get it. It's part of the sacrifices we all have to make for me to keep them safe. So I'm perfectly okay with that. But how did um, how did you spend your day? And any frustrations come up for you today? For me, yes. Um, I got some messages from people who were telling me that uh, you know there were some some events that were happening, which I couldn't believe that there were a couple of weddings that happened just a couple of days ago. And I'm like, what? Again, the frustration of people not paying attention to this is, uh, is getting to me. And as I'm sure it's getting to many of you as well. So how did you, um, what did you do today for during your self-isolation? I think it's really important that we all maintain some semblance of normalcy, meaning having a schedule, even if you work from home, having a schedule, like get dressed, don't stay in your PJs all day. Uh, Do, if you're used to working out, work out every day the way you would, just do it virtually. I know that uh, thankfully many, many people are offering um, gym services uh, online where you can follow a class. The gym I go to, 360 Punch, does that every day at noon and it's free for anybody. So they go live on Instagram and I work out there. Lucky for me, I do have, um, I like boxing, as you know, and uh, I, I have a this man called Bob. He's, he's like a boxing upper torso. It's about the only contact I've had with any semblance of a man <laughs> is my Bob. Uh, so I can punch him. Uh, so I like, I like my Bob and that's, uh, that's about it. So there's many things that people can do yoga. People are are following, uh, yoga classes online. So this is what's wonderful with technology today is that you can connect with, with others. You can uh, still have contacts with your friends. We're organizing now, um, on, uh, for, for Monday night, when I usually see my girlfriends, we're organizing a, like a FaceTime Sanka set where we'll all get our food to, we'll eat together, drink together, but not be together basically. So I, I'm looking forward to that. And then I'm told my kids, I'm my birthday falls in the next, uh, next couple of next week actually. And so we're planning a virtual, uh, birthday party. So I get to hang with my family on FaceTime. I'll remember this one, I have to say, and I'll remember this one. 
Uh, so I wanted, I do want to share some emails that we've had. Uh, I've had some wonderful, wonderful letters coming through, tons of them. And I appreciate every single one of them. You make my day. I have to say, it just warms my heart when, uh, when I read them. Uh, and I'm going to read them to, to our listeners as well, because I think this passion community that it does come together and I really, I feel it. I feel the energy of everybody that's coming together and, um, and I love it. I, you, you're making it, uh, you're making all of this very tolerable. Let me tell you. Um, I'm 26 year old woman who listens to your show snuggled up in bed alone, but never feel alone listening to your show. I love the last few shows and the passion poet has outdone himself with his last two. I truly smiled when you spoke to him on the phone and I still remember what he said to you. God blessed us with you. I could not have said it better myself. You make a difference in my life and so many more. We all must try and live a somewhat normal life. So tomorrow I'm meeting a friend and we are going for a walk. Make sure you stay six feet apart, right? Uh, weather permitting. You have been there for me since I was 17. I am now 26. Learned so much from you and still learning from you. The passion community has even helped me with advice and suggestions. The passion poet, well, his poems have made me smile many times. You were there for me as a teen, there for me now, and I know I will seek your advice again in the future. In these crazy times, we all need someone like you more than ever. That is so, so, so sweet. So sweet. Thank you so much. Uh, another one, uh, this is that one, uh, no name on that one, but Ray writes, I'm the owner of a small trucking company who has four trucks and drivers. I'm the only one who drives a rig. My four employees drive smaller trucks. Business has taken a downturn and I'm renting out my rig to another company and not working myself. My wife has never listened to your show before and was a bit mad at me when I told her I've been listening for a long time driving at night. Why? Because it's a sex show, <laughs> generally speaking. Uh, the time we are now spending together is allowing us to rediscover each other. Your last few shows have been great, and we are enjoying every minute. My wife said your show is a bright light in dark times. Ray, that is so sweet. Uh, another one. Last night's show, this is from Mackie. Last night's show was nothing short of inspirational. The message you read by that woman who cleaned the elderly woman's home touched us and inspired us. This morning, my boyfriend and I went to several homes that we know elderly people live, asking if they needed anything at all and if they are okay. We went to the grocery store, and I'm looking at the bill. 16 two-liter cartons of milk, 18 loaves of bread, 3 cans of coffee, 8 boxes of tea. I can go on and on. Fruits, vegetables, canned soup. We run a successful business, not so successful today, but we have accumulated savings, and I'm not shy to say that we got a six-month deferral on our mortgage. All were willing to pay for their goods, but we took no money. We put two sets of gloves on top of each bag and instructions to wash down everything, including cartons of milk with soap and water. It was our way as part of the passion community to help out those who cannot help themselves or too frightened to go to the store. The poem you read was amazing and had so much truth in it. It is you, Dr. Lori, you and your listeners, those who contribute and share their feelings and stories who inspired us to do what we did. And we encourage others to do whatever they can, even if it is just to check in with others. My boyfriend is not an emotional guy, but when leaving one elderly person's home, she put her hand on the glass on her door. My boyfriend put his hand on the glass and tears came out of his eyes. He did not think I noticed, but I did. And if you read this on air, he will know I did. Tell me that does not bring 
tears. This, like this chokes me up to, to read this kind of inspirational letter and to know that you out there have inspired people to do the, these kinds of wonderful acts. We are all in this together. And I, I, it's when I'm on the air with you that I feel it the most when I'm, we're all together in this. Coming up, I'll share more of your inspirational stories, mm-hmm. more of your text messages, uh, answer some questions, and we go uh, from there and we'll talk about love in the age of coronavirus. Right now, let's check traffic with Lauren Glazer. on CJD 800. Sharing your stories, your uh, emails, your stories of hope, your stories of caring, uh, which I want to share. When I just went to shop for food and medicine, I had to try to quickly dodge two store clerks who walked straight up to me to get something. When I hopped backwards, they said in an annoyed tone, we are not sick. Then I told them they don't know if they are sick and they don't know if I am sick. Even people who work on the front lines and know the uh, where am I? Know the sick the six foot rule don't follow it. We might need to enact forced quarantine under threat of arrest because people don't get it. You're right, people uh, don't get it. No. Uh, let's see. Uh, when I went to shop, I uh, know that was done. Yes to normalcy at home, Dr. Lori, for my daily walk with the dog, but not letting her mingle with other dogs. That's true. We don't know about, about it in animals. Uh, although I think I heard that the animals can get it. Not only to maintain proper social distancing with the other dog's owner, but also according to a vet I heard uh, in French today, COVID-19 stays on your pet's fur for some three hours. Uh, time for Poochie to get shaved to the bone and home tomorrow. Please keep up your consistent preventative messaging for us. Warmest wishes for you to have a recharging weekend for next week. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, let's see. Uh, we've got uh, how much longer are you confined to isolation? So because I was away, I am confined for two weeks. So another 11 days. But, you know, that. I'm still going to follow the guidelines and avoid people as much as possible because you just never know. I don't, I don't want to go into a store. I don't want to go into a place where there's more than one person. I just don't. And, uh, I think if we can all do that. And as one person says, this too, uh, shall pass. Yes, this too, uh, shall pass. Um, hi, my son just totally surprised me by showing up with a huge box of organic food. I'm in Laval staying home now and he came in from downtown after work. He kept his distance, but I'm in tears now that he's gone because I couldn't hug or kiss him. Not easy, but that's love. Take care. Yes, that, that is love. And it is hard. I, I had the same conversation with my kids saying I, I, I miss hugging them. I really, really, you know, one, my daughter wanted to come visit. I said, no, you can't. Like, I'll leave stuff for you at the door, but you can't come in the house. I don't want you here. I don't want you to get sick is really what I <laughs> meant to say. But um, absolutely. So it's scary for for a lot of us. Not just scary, but it's lonely. It it, it can be quite, uh, quite lonely. 
Um, people find this hard, but having had nothing but cheating and conniving boyfriends and not meeting a kind, decent man in the city, city has made me give up on romance. My family has gone too, so I haven't had much human contact in over a decade, a decade, and now I'm used to it. I can't even imagine risking getting germs from a filthy cheater the way I used to. I don't even want to try, and I no longer miss it. It amazes me how so many people can't do it for a few weeks. Too many people out there are like spoiled, ignorant brats and refuse to social distance. It might take martial law. It might, and I'm sorry for um, your lack of social connection. I hope you have friends that you uh, that you connect with in some way, but you're also talking like all men are like this, and that isn't uh, that really isn't the case. The Passion Poet weighs in. The weekend is here. Families wondering what to do. The answer is simple. We were all young ones too. Maybe a little street hockey, pass around a football, get out to enjoy the sun, a little fun for all. Get out a board game after dinner is done, something the whole family can play and have a little fun. Then snuggle up with your partner, if you can. A soothing massage may be nice. A few candles for romance make it feel like paradise. Maybe you are alone. You can enjoy the day too. A nice walk with a friend is something you can do. Then watch a little TV, something happy to give you joy. In bed, let your mind wander and bring out your favorite toy. We all know what is happening, but have some compassion. We all have lives to live. Let's live them with passion. Wow, that's lovely. Again, um, Lori, after hearing about so many heartless individuals actually taking advantage of people's fears and anxieties during these trying times when we should all be helping and supporting one another instead, it's very refreshing to learn that humane, empathetic individuals still exist and moreover are equally serving as prime examples, giving rise to a chain reaction of good deeds. God bless them. I really do hope that all of these stories that I'm sharing, that people are sharing with me, um, that that becomes infectious, really. If, if, uh, if anything good will come of this, it's that, seeing a community together. Of course, there's always some bad apples. There's always going to be, in when, when a, a, a population is vulnerable, especially on, at, on this scale, that you're going to find fraudsters who are going to um, prey on our vulnerability. So beware uh, beware of that. That's uh, that's for sure. And it's sad. It's sad that there are people like that in in the world, and uh, you know, and some a lot of uh, negative negativity comes out of that too. Um, let's see. This uh, oh, that was from Tina. That last one. This one's from Mackie. Thank you, thank you, thank you for last night's show. Your voice is a sound of reassurance in such crazy, scary times. It was very nice to hear the Passion Poet's voice at the end of your show, and I could not agree with him more. God bless us with you. I stopped in to check on my elderly neighbor, and she was so happy to have someone to talk uh, to talk with. So, again, another person visiting uh, somebody who uh, who needs a little contact, right? Well, not necessarily physical contact, but someone to speak to. I could not wait until tomorrow to email you. Your show tonight was great. My sister works at the Jewish General, and when you read the poem, again, Passion Poets has, you're a big hit, man. Uh, it brought me to tears. God bless the doctors and nurses. I broke into tears. The whole poem was beautiful. And the person wants a copy of that poem. 
uh, and wants me to give the, uh, a personal thank you to the poet. It meant very much to me and I think to others as well. Your show reduced the stress we have been experiencing at home. These times are just getting too much for some. Our, 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 our outings are very limited, but take walks together, avoiding others and just waving and speaking at a distance with our neighbors. Um, this week, this, the news, my husband just told me on CTV news that the Chinese reported no new cases in Wuhan in the last week. This news is hopeful and your show is always a bright light in the darkness. That's from Samantha and family. Thank you very much. Um, myself, my husband and my daughter hope all is well with you and your family. My husband and I are working from home. My daughter has been limiting her outdoor time to a minimum. Our close quarters to each other is beginning to be a bit stressful. How are other people finding it stressful? Uh, we go for walks, avoiding close contact, uh, and taking all possible precautions when returning home. I hope one of your shows in the near future deals with very long close contact with your partner and family. As much as we all love each other, we never had to go through something like this before. I'm sure no one else has either. Right, and especially when you can't have close contact with your own family or when you are, when we're all, basically we should really all be isolating right now. But let's say you're, both of you are working from home, you, your partner, your kids are home, everybody's home. You don't get your space. You don't get that the time to to breathe outside of all of that. It can be trying, and it just means that we have to call on our patience uh, and really all be very very conscious of this. Right? Be conscious about being patient and compassionate more than you would on a regular basis because it's not a natural environment for us to be cooped up uh, there's cabin fever happening people need their space people like this is real uh and, and so we have to um exercise that that patient i agree with the texter who wants enforced social distance that is the reason i'm refusing to leave my house until i have no canned goods left i have been reading conspiracy theories oh boy and weary that this flu could be something worse like a biological agent i did not think I missed coast to coast in the early mornings, but I'm thankful for the re for the regular CJD hosts such as yourself. Thanks for being with us and stay safe. That's very sweet. Thank you very much. We can get crazy, by the way, by just uh, keeping the news on all the time, which I don't recommend. Um, I think that that can certainly um, develop into a whole lot of more anxiety than we need so maybe you can limit your time in front of the uh, TV or the news or, or what have you uh, to you know f just a couple of times a day to check in but yeah uh, oh my god did you say our pets could contract the virus as well I have two cats who recently came down with what seems to be a cold occasionally sneezing and coughing but when I called my vet she assured me cats cannot contract the virus is there an actual debate about the fact there's no fact I don't want to say that that was a fact it's somebody I, I heard it in passing do not take my word for it take your vet's word for it but as one texter pointed out the virus can live on their fur so it, if you have it or someone else touched your cat or what have you so in our household for example only my husband's allowed to touch the cat i'm not allowed to touch the cat because until i'm out of self isolation so i am not 100 percent sure but this is something we should be looking into as well with uh 
with our pets because we know our pets can catch colds. I just don't know if this virus doesn't get into animals. I, I'm really, really not sure. Uh, coming up, uh, someone texted me. Drew actually uh, sent me an email, which was a, it's called The Sadness is Real, an open letter to the teachers. And I think I want to read it because it's um, also important. I think it's, again, shows... Uh, the, what the community is doing, what the community is up to, how people are feeling. And I want to be able to share that with you. I'll also tell you about a, a, a dating website that's offering stuff, uh, for free now. And because, you know, people are going online. Uh, so there's that. And I read an interesting article as well on, um, uh, some of the vitamins, some, there was a research, uh, paper done on this. So I want to just share that with you, like stress, nipping stress with nutrients is what it is. But right now let's check in with the CJD 800 newsroom. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. with Dr. Lori Batido on CJAD 800. So Drew sent me an email which was extremely touching. This is a letter that was shared with him and his wife from a Mrs. Westlake from St. Charles Elementary School. She was a teacher there, a former teacher, um, or at least a former teacher of his kids. Uh, and the headline is The Sadness is Real, an open letter to the teachers. So I really wanted to, uh, to, to read this to you. What's keeping you awake at night? A friend of mine asked this question when she wants to get to the heart of what's on the minds of the people she loves. The worries that keep us awake at night can point to the core of who we are. What's on my mind tonight? the teachers. It's three, it's three in the morning and I can't get you out of my mind. You didn't plan on this. And let's be honest, teachers are planners. This is one giant curveball. You were gearing up for spring break. That's all the time off you needed one week off. And then you had plans to head into the home stretch of the school year, the weeks we've all been waiting for the most fun units that you save for springtime, the sentimental traditions, the finish lines, that last stretch where your team rounds third base and heads for home plate. And now this, the closure that was one week, then two, and now four, probably eight, but who really knows? I taught kindergarten and third grade, and the thought of someone taking my kiddos away from me in those last weeks, well, it has me awake tonight, feeling so very sad for you. I would have worried for the kids who were hungry, for food, yes, but also for soul care, for eye contact, for morning hugs and high fives and secret handshakes. There's so much you can learn by looking at your students, by the way they slump over their desk during a spelling test and the way they hold the book too close or too tight when they're in the reading corner. You have spent months, weeks, days, and a million moments with them. Your heartstrings are tied to them, and now your heart feels stretched in so many directions that it's frayed down the middle. A kindergarten teacher I know lined her kiddos up for the last day, and one of her students said, Well, I hope I see you again. Oh, bless it all, that's too much. This isn't how it's supposed to be. In beginning literacy, we teach them that every good, good story has a beginning, middle, and an end, but your ending just got interrupted. I get you, teachers. In a week's time, you've gone from being overlooked and underpaid to now finally being recognized as some of the most important players who keep our world spinning. You're the glitter and the glue. 
And I hear you saying, right, we knew that actually. Now can everybody just follow directions so we can get this virus under control and I can have my students back? We've got work to do. I hear you teachers. I get you. You can call it work, but really it's love. You had more loving to do this year and you thought you had more time. I can't fix it for you, but I know a thing or two about grief and there's a lot to be said for naming what is sad and letting it be sad. So I can sit in the space with you. I can lie awake at night with you on my mind and I can get up to tell you this. The grief is real and valid and yours. Grief means you loved well. Thank you for loving our kids this hard, this much, this well. Now, does that not bring tears to our eyes? 514-800, if you want to make a comment, tell me your story, whatever it is, you're welcome to, of course. Uh, the Passion Poet writes in, My poems are inspired by Dr. Laurie and her show. I take zero credit. Thank you for the nice feedback, but the true poet is Dr. Laurie. Uh, no, I'm not a poet, but you are. Uh, and just so people know, the Passion Poet is a listener just like you who just decided one day to write a poem during a show and has been doing that ever since so he's not hired by us he's not you know he's he's a, a regular well I wouldn't say a regular guy pretty special guy I think by now we all we all know with a with quite the gift for getting to our uh, heartstrings as well um, someone who is frustrated by their close quarters, what do they do when they go on vacation? On, vac on vacation, we are at close quarters 24-7. Well, you're not like in a room 24-7. On vacation, you're doing stuff. You're out on the beach. You're, uh, you're, you're visiting things. You're, you're doing things. And I think people are having a hard time trying to figure out what do I do with myself um, in the confines of, of the house. So there you go. Uh, I hope you're not reaching for toilet paper, but thank you, Dr. Lori. That was beautiful. So yes, it was beautiful. And thank you so much for, for sending it. Uh, I agree about restricting our exposure to the perpetual 24 seven negative reports constantly being rehashed in the news as the best thing we can all do is to focus upon what we can actually control as opposed to what we can't, namely our behavior, thereby employing the various necessary recommendations with respect to mindfulness, conscientiousness, personal hygiene, and social distancing, all of which can ensure what fear and panic never can hope and survival. So well said. Thank you for that. Uh, my, uh, one of my colleagues and, and students and mentees, Daniel Almeida, who is a, a scientist, actually a, sex, a, a researcher, um, posted something that I want to read with you. He uh, posted something on the psycho, psychosocial consequences of the pandemic. And he says, while reducing social contact is an important strategy for flattening the curve, it has the unintended side effect of creating a sense of social isolation and hopelessness. There are nonetheless strategies for managing our mental health while also conforming to the guidelines set out by our governments. Minimize watching, reading, or listening to news that causes you to feel anxious or distressed. It's important to set personal boundaries if it of when and when not to tune into the media. Remember to restrict your information and consumption to reliable sources. Uh, facts, not fear. 
shift your thinking from the number of individuals who have died to the number of individuals who have recovered. Sharing stories of local individuals who have recovered from COVID-19 is a good place to start. Uh, Number three, establish a new normal. Create a new routine that leaves time for the things you love. Exercise, for instance, has been shown to benefit not only our brain health, but our psychological health as well. And number four, remain virtually connected. Yes, don't, especially that one, do not forget to remain connected with others. Make phone calls, talk to people, FaceTime with people, all very, very important. Uh, Texter, if we all follow the rules and take a stand when you see others not following rules, we can beat this stand and deliver. And again, for uh, we had this conversation yesterday, but how do you convince somebody who's not taking it seriously? And someone wrote in saying, uh, send them the link to uh, Aaron Rand's interview with Dr. Warner. Of course, we want reliable sources, right? We we want to be able to share uh, reliable sources, and that one was a very powerful interview, which uh, should be able to change the the minds of those who still think this is nothing but a nasty cold, and uh, we need to change those minds, of course. More of your letters uh, coming up, and also um, finding new ways to connect with your friends, your coworkers, and nipping stress with nutrients. I'll share some uh, um, information about that, uh, some science-based information about uh, nutritional supplements that uh, seem to be helpful. Anyway, uh, coming up uh, right now, let's uh, check in with Lauren Glazer at the CGAD 800 Traffic Desk. us into the weekend and relaxation so we'll keep that music in the background for a little bit while I talk towards the end of the show um, thank you all for your text uh, this text writes find something to be thankful for every day I've survived three cancers and will not let this get the best of me be an inspiration to one other person and you can start a chain reaction of hope and love uh, I'm so with you on that absolutely Uh, If you really love each other and are dying to show affection, here's the simple choice you don't have to make. 14 days of sacrifice and self-quarantine at home compared to five years as a Canadian soldier in World War II, if you survive that long. Certainly sounds doable if you simply agree to stay in your much more comfortable home bunker. We obviously need to be protected from ourselves versus the invisible enemy that is here now, but a couple of weeks ahead of us, Uh, in Europe. If you don't understand, simply be humble and stay home until you do. Life-saving homework beats flying bullets and much worse in a war. Some of you can only see if it is in your own backyard. That's from Mark. And P.S. Trust me, as you said, COVID-19 stays on pet's fur for three hours as reported in the news uh, with a after an earlier interview with a vet. So there's the answer for that. So don't pet other people's pets and don't let them pet yours. Consider it like saying no to handshakes and other personal contact. Clearly part of the six-foot social distancing rule. Uh, Let's see. Let's look at some positives. Montreal air much cleaner. Yeah. STI transmitting are likely down. You bet. 
increased family time, social borders gone, caring for strangers coming back. Oh, well said. That's the silver lining, right, in all of this. That is the silver lining. Uh, We can all do something for someone, if not now, when. Quite true. I just want to share, you know, there are some people out there who are trying to help also even companies so if you are 50 plus and and are single and looking to date this website is offering free dating access so if you're over 50 currently isolated or reducing your interaction with other people we are offering they say your free access to lisa 50 we have turned off all the payment options create an account log in swap messages now Use it as a platform to make new friends, chat, and help motivate each other. The founder of Lisa50, David Min, says, As some of our members are the most vulnerable during this outbreak, I wanted to provide a platform that made self-isolation more manageable. Maybe when we are through the other side, we might be able to celebrate lots of new relationships and even some marriages. So this is... Uh, free to all members who are uh, want to date and are 50 plus and the website is lisa50.com l-i-s-a-5-0.com so that's nice that's a a, a way to uh, connect uh, so somebody wants to know about the pets the the uh, the virus can stay on your pet's fur for up to three hours that's what according to a vet and according to a reliable source I have here um, that was reported today at some time. I didn't hear the interview myself, but this is what was reported. So it can stay on the pet. So don't pet any other pets, other people's pets, and don't let other people pet your pet. There you go. Uh, let me see. Let me share this. So uh, obviously there's a wave of, of worry. Uh, most of us are uh, stressed, uh, worried, etc., so stress is often tied to all kinds of things right job relationship finances and now of course what's happening now uh, crises like this but there are there is research that looks at diet and reducing stress i just want to share some recent research that's related to diet and uh, and stress Recent research suggests that they include the the particular nutrients that contribute to stress resistance include omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin C, and vitamin B consumed in food or uh, supplements. Um, So there's a research scientists exposed adolescent rats to social stress, which led to emotional distress and memory impairment that lasted through adulthood. But for the 50% fed a typical diet enriched with omega-3 fatty acids and vitamin A, memory was as robust as that in rats that were not subjected to stress and there were no signs of distress. The enriched diet also thwarted changes in the composition of the microbiome associated with depression. The ability to translate findings from rodents to humans is never certain, but the implications are promising. The protection for the animals with the enriched diet was amazing. We achieved achieved complete prevention. Scientists don't completely understand how omega-3 fatty acids deliver protection, but evidence implicates inflammation as a key player in stress and depression. 
Omega-3 fatty acids have powerful anti-inflammatory properties. Chronic stress can trigger a chain reaction that leads to the release of inflammatory substances that subvert neurotransmission, resulting in depression. As they are metabolized by the body, omega-3 fatty acids produce key byproducts called resolvins that temper inflammation. So this is just a little bit of uh, research on this. Another valuable nutrient apparently is vitamin C, uh, best known as an antioxidant. And uh, surprisingly, vitamin C is a stress hormone. Uh, All animals produce it in response to stress, except primates. Uh, Animals unable to produce vitamin C unleash a flood of cortisol instead, which magnifies the stress response. Many critically ill humans are vitamin C deficient, and administering the vitamin is linked to better outcomes for sepsis patients. Vitamin B has long buffered the nervous system as well, and there's more research on that. So vitamin B, vitamin C, omega-3 fatty acids. Those are some of the uh, nutrients that help with stress. Um, I would like to share some words of wisdom from my quotes, inspirational calendar. Here it goes. Every twist and turn in life is an opportunity to learn something new about yourself, your interests, talents, and how to set and achieve your goals by Jamila Jamil. I wish someone could start a me too. I'm staying home movement. (laughs) That's a great hashtag. Me too. I'm staying home. Uh, Yes, we should make that one go viral. Absolutely. Uh, And this texter wrote in talking about uh, sexuality a little bit here. If uh, I'm someone who my only sex life is with sex workers and massage therapists, in quotes, I also use Tinder and apps. Any advice during these times? I'm assuming it's not a good idea right now with everything going on due to the virus. I feel for the sex workers right now, everyone in general, but them because the government won't help. So look, the only thing I can say is no one has died from lack of sex. I can tell you that for sure. Uh, You can entertain yourself uh, with erotica and and self-stimulation and that's all all good for now. But it won't kill you to uh, ride it out, okay? As Mark said, think about those who were at war uh, for years, right? For years. Uh, this person writes, your soothing voice, this music and your calming logic and empathy makes me wish you were on for hours. <laughs> Thanks, but I think I need to go to bed. Um, my wee vibe is COVID free, right? And if you're in isolation from your partner, your wee vibe can be, um, triggered remotely. So you can actually have sex with your partner without your partner really being there. Another texter says, porn, 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 donate to your favorite sex worker. And I I don't know about, because sex workers are considered, uh, you know, independently employed or what have you. Maybe they, they will be covered. I'm not sure. It would be interesting to, uh, to find out. Oh, it's been, uh, it's been nice getting all of your texts and your emails, I have to say. I'm very grateful for uh, for all of your support and for everybody supporting everybody else here. Next week, 
uh, on Monday night we have our uh, sex tech guru who will be on and we'll be talking about uh, different apps and things that people can maybe uh, look into that will help them during this time. So yes, we'll focus on people's isolation and we'll focus on anxiety and we'll focus on the effects that this is all having on people, but we'll take it from a technological uh, perspective and, and talk about that and then um, and then after that well on Tuesday I'll answer some of your questions I know that there are still some sex questions that want to be answered and I'm happy to answer those so please be patient if I did not get to those questions there I've kept them on my text board so I will get to them I promise you I will get to them uh, next week for sure and feel free to email me to Lori at dr. Lori dot com anytime I'm happy to read your emails on air as uh, as well uh, if you love someone and fall under the 14-day self-quarantine let them go and reunite after those two weeks if you have some extra time and if you don't make a few minutes for a daily gratitude list of five things you are grateful for and watch how you will better be better and more optimistic love to you all love to you all folks Yes, we do come together as a community. Thank you. Thank you for spending your precious time with me. Um, I hope uh, I, I'm wishing you a peaceful, peaceful weekend. I want to thank our technical producer tonight, Nicole. Thank you to our passion researcher as well, Linda DeLisi. If you want to connect with me on social media, it's Dr. Lori Petito, D-R-L-A-U-R-I-E-B-E-T-I-T-O, or through my website, drlaurie.com, where you can also access all the podcasts from all the past shows as well and listen to them at your leisure. It might be a good time to catch up on some topics that you might have missed. Coming up next here on CJD, we bring you the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening and remember to live your life with passion.